Hi everyone! For the month of April, the Kids Yoga Podcast is being sponsored by the Black Kids Do Yoga Club. I'm going to turn it over to Sunjoria Sidnor to tell you more. The purpose of the BKDY Club is to build an inclusive community for young yogis of color, uniting Black kids in yoga through asana, meditation, and mindfulness. Interested individuals can find out more information and sign up for this free membership at www.ourfamiliesdoingyoga.com. Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids yoga community. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome back to the Kids Yoga Podcast. My name is Jessica. This week, I am joined for the second time by Kelly Winkler. Kelly and I first chatted in episode 34 of this podcast. That's how we connected. And she has her own podcast called Mindful Moments for Families and Schools. If you don't already, definitely check it out. And since we connected, we became friends and just realized how much we have in common. So we decided to have another conversation, this time focusing specifically on podcasting. So Kelly, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so glad to be back. Yes. Thanks for being on. Um, you were on, I looked, it was episode 34. So it feels like forever ago Yeah. when we first is. chatted. Um, and since then, we have become friends. We met through mm-hmm. the podcast. I've been on your podcast. And um, so, yeah, I, I really wanted to have you on to talk about podcasting because we were talking. We're like, okay, if we are doing this, And, you know, there's a handful of kids yoga podcasts out there, but, you know, not a ton. I'm sure people are thinking about it. So just wanted to demystify it and just like talk about the process and stuff. So, um, so first of all, can you tell us a little bit about your podcast and then um, what your inspiration was for starting it? Yeah, my podcast is Mindful Moments for Families and Schools. And my inspiration really you know, started when my my original inspiration really for teaching yoga and mindfulness to children and families, um, as I began that process, and, you know, I was inspired by by my own daughter and her struggle with anxiety. And so it's really personal for me. And it just kept building. And, and as I started to once I got my certification, and then I started teaching kids classes, I just kept feeling pulled to reach more kids, reach more families. Um, because I just am, I'm so passionate about the the tools that we teach and how important they really are and how they can change someone's life. Mm-hmm. So it just kept growing. And, you know, then I, I started training and then I started going into schools and doing uh, workshops for teachers. And I just kept building and building. 
And sort of in the back of my mind, I just always kept thinking like, how can I reach a broader audience? And I love listening to podcasts myself. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of like in the back of my mind. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, okay, well, I can't go into schools anymore. And I'm not really teaching. I was teaching a little bit online, but it sort of gave me the opportunity to to really think more about having a podcast. And then I just sort of took a couple of months. I, I recorded my first episode in May. And um, that was really where, you know, why I wanted to do it, because I just felt like I still wanted to get those tools out there. We couldn't be out there teaching. And so this was like, I felt like a really good way to reach as many families and children and teachers as I could. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I agree. Like, that's why I started too. I love podcasts. And it's like, it's, I just love listening to them, like when I'm cleaning, or if sometimes now that I've been home with my kids 24 seven for over a year, it's like, I'll put one earbud in sometimes and like, listen, right. And it just like helps you feel connected to Mm -hmm. something outside of your own home when, you know, we're all, I mean, the world's starting to slowly open up now, but like, we're still kind of stuck. Um, and so, okay, so you were, you started it in May. So, so it, the, the pandemic was what really yes, made you. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking about it before that, but the pandemic was really being home and having the time and really feeling like I couldn't, you know, couldn't get out there and teach. So this would be a way that I could, I could reach, you know, families. I know I was doing some classes online and some some Zoom classes and some free Facebook stuff. And, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of teachers went that route of, of doing classes that way and reaching people. But mm-hmm. I just, like I said, I love podcasting. And I mean, I listen to so many podcasts myself, same as you, like while I'm folding the laundry, while I'm doing dishes, mm-hmm. it's just like so part of my day. Like I rarely watch TV anymore because I just enjoy the platform of podcasting so much. And there's so, so many different things that I listen to. And so I'm really drawn to that, that platform. Yeah, it's almost like it's like we're coming back to it because if you think about it, like before TV, there was like yeah. everyone sat around the radio mm-hmm. and, and, and listen. And it's like then, you know, I love TV, too, but it's like we're circling back to there's something about just just listening and just hearing a story or hearing a conversation mm-hmm. that's just different. And it doesn't demand you to sit down and watch a screen either. It's, right. It's just the yeah, audio experience. And I just think it's such a personal experience. Like, even though like you don't know these people personally, when you're listening to these podcasts, I feel like I do. I feel like some of them are my friends. I'm like, yes. Oh, you know, it's like really, really a personal experience. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You feel like you're part of the conversation. Then that's, mm-hmm. I, I started mine. Um, and I think we're going to kind of go back and forth. We'll both kind of yeah. share. Um, I started mine January of 2020. So it was, but it was the end. It was like January 23rd was the first episode. So I was just a few episodes in when the pandemic hit. And uh, yeah, I remember I was, I had interviewed my friend Lauren um, from Yogi Beans. And the week they declared the pandemic, I was going to be releasing our interview. And I was like, Lauren, I think I'm going to hold off. And I remember thinking that, I was like, I'll, I'll release it next week. Like thinking that like, we'll be done with it. Yeah, things were going to be better. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I found kind of like you said, like, then I was like, oh, this is, I'm so glad that I have this platform right now because 
it, I found my, that was my connection to people, to meeting people, to having conversations about, you know, kids yoga, what I love. It's been my like through line outside of, you know, being, taking care of my two small kids and, you know, having our, our, you know, being stuck at home. Um, I've felt connected to people through this. It's so much fun. Yes. So what did you, so when you decided, when you were like, okay, I'm going to do this, what are the kind of steps you took to prepare? Because for anyone listening who's like, okay, I want to start yeah. a podcast. I've got an idea, but like, where did, where did you start? Yes. And I'm interested to hear your steps because uh, you have such a different background than I do because you have more a background in, um, you know, production a little bit. And mm-hmm. so my steps are probably very different from your steps. <laughs> so I'm curious to hear what, what yeah. your steps were. Mine were actually that I actually found first a, pad, a podcast about podcasting. And yeah. so I started listening to that. Um, and they, they sort of like talked you through what did you need to get, what supplies you needed and all of that. So I started that way and researching, um, you know, like what, what, what was I going to need as far as a microphone and like technology wise, I'm not very tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for like the most simple way. I had no experience with editing audio of any kind. So I, I really started by looking into all of that. Um, and that was like my very first stage and then looking into different platforms. Like I had no idea how, how it worked. I didn't know Mm -hmm. how it would be released to Apple and all of those things. And so I started researching the platforms and the technology. That was like the first step. And then I kind of got a little overwhelmed. Um, not gonna (laughs) lie because there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of choices. Um, and then I really decided like, okay, I'm just gonna like, pull back for a second and like really think about like, why am I doing this and what's really important? And um, because I was getting a little bit hung up on like it being, does it have to sound perfect? Do I have to like say everything perfectly? And like, I say, um, a lot. And, you know, like I, I, you know, I, I got a little bit hung up on like the perfection of it at first. And then I just decided I was going to focus on content. Like what, what do I want to you know, tell people about what do I want the content to be? Then I, the the other thing I really thought about was like the community that I wanted to reach, like who's going to be my audience. Mm -hmm. You know, so I started planning that out. I started planning out, like thinking about what, what I wanted to share, what my audience would want to hear. And then like, like I said, I feel like podcasting is a personal experience. So I wanted to also make it real and make it personal. Like I wanted to have, you know, me, my personality come through and my story of, you know, how I ended up doing what I'm doing and, you know, stories still of my day to day weaved in and out of it, because I think that's, people can identify with that. So then I just, once I realized that I'm like, okay, I have stuff that I want to share. I think there's people out there that would want to listen to it. And I want to make it personal. So I, I sort of like let go of it being perfect and like it being perfectly edited because I didn't know what I was mm-hmm. doing. So I kind of had to let go of all of that and just, and then I just jumped in and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to record the first two or three episodes and do it and edit it the best I can. And I just started learning as I was going and I'm still learning like all the time, you know, I'm still, I'm not like by any means perfect. And to be quite honest, like I went and I did buy a microphone and all of that. And, but quite often I record on my phone 
with my my headphones that just attach to my phone because you know, sometimes I'm recording in the car while I'm waiting, like to pick my son up from his wrestling practice, or mm-hmm. I have to fit it in where I can, because I have four kids and we're still home a lot of the time. <laughs> and so, so I sort of let go of all that technology being perfect and, and all the high tech stuff and everything. And, and so that's really like the steps that I took. Yes. I, I love that. Letting go of the perfection part. I think a lot of us have that same thing where it's like, Okay, but yeah, how do I how do I make it? Because when you listen, I did the same thing. I listened to podcasts about podcasting, which is great. Everyone, I recommend like start there. Just you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, put type in podcasting and just find. Yeah, I don't even remember which one I listened to, but same. That's where I started. Um, And I also got overwhelmed at first. Like they're like, oh, these are all the different platforms you can use, or you you can use this microphone or that microphone, and. And I was like, uh, I kind of was frozen. And then what happened with me, I talked to my younger brother, Tim, and I was like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. He's like, oh, you should totally do it. And like a few days later in the mail, I get a, a microphone, this microphone that I'm using here. He oh, sent me. Awesome. And that, honestly, if he hadn't done that, I think I would have been stalled in the like, uh, which, which microphone should I get kind of thing? So he sent it. I was like, well, now I've got this nice microphone. Like I've got to do this. And that was for me, like the step where I was like, I'm going to do it. And, um, I remember I got a notebook specifically for the podcast. Like I bought a new notebook and I wrote the kids yoga podcast and I started jotting down ideas for episodes because at first I wanted to interview people, but I was thinking, I was like, how am I going to find people to interview? Who's going to want to talk to me? That's right. what I was thinking. So I started thinking of, okay, what what can I what can I talk about? And I wrote like a hundred different topics. Like once I got started, I mean, you know, you're the same. We love, we love this. We love yeah. kids yoga. So I have like, I, I still have a list of like a hundred different topics that I said, okay, I could just record myself. I'll record all of these. Um, but then... As I started rolling and especially um, once the pandemic started and then I started up an Instagram account, started connecting with people through Instagram, then I realized like, wow, there's so many people doing this work that I want to learn from. So I kind of took a pivot into more interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I would say the place to start, listen to a podcast about podcasting and then Think of what your idea is. And for me, just how my brain works was just to like write about it and like get it out onto the page. Talk about it. Talk to friends about it. Talk to the friend that you know is going to like is going to support you. Not not the friend that's going to tell you it's going to be hard. Right. Because sometimes we sabotage ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) But find that person like I knew my brother, maybe some part of me knew my brother would be supportive. Mm. Um, I find, find that, too, like getting out of my own head and just, like you said, jump in. And then I know for you, like, so you started it. Um, and then after a while, you decided to start releasing two episodes a week, which are different. Yeah. So Mondays you have where it's you talking, giving, you know, mindfulness exercises or uh, like information. And then Thursdays you do interviews. So when did you, when did that shift take place? So I, I hadn't planned on really interviewing when I first started. I had planned on just 
doing mindful moments, um, you know, and, and doing it that way, just me talking and giving tips and, and little exercises. And then as I started going, the same thing started that happened to you. I started connecting with people and people were like, oh, I would come on and talk about this. And I was like, oh, well, that's great. You know, so then I started um, in the fall, like late fall. I think my first interview episode was even like maybe like November. And then I started doing one interview a month. But then I was getting more people reaching out to me wanting to mm-hmm. come on and, and be interviewed. So I still wanted to include the the mindfulness pieces that I wanted to share because I that was sort of like my goal of the podcast is to give tips for parents and teachers to utilize mindfulness throughout their day and how they can just kind of incorporate it into their their routines and their schedules. And it doesn't have to be like a big set a time set aside. That's like was my real goal of um, sharing this information. So I didn't want to lose that piece of it. So I just decided in January that I would just jump in and do two episodes a week. So, so far, so good. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> when you started doing that, I'm like, Kelly, how are you doing? Because <laughs> um, we'll talk about more, we'll get into a little bit of like the practical steps that it takes yeah. to produce each episode. Um, but yeah, it does take a lot of work um, for sure. So, but I love that you decided to do that because I know I get excited. Like every Monday I'm like, Ooh, it's, you know, cause it's like a little short digestible little thing. Yeah. And then Thursdays I like seeing who's on and listening to those. So I guess what I'm gathering from both of us is like, you might have a vision for your podcast at first, mm-hmm. go for that and then be open to it possibly totally. pivoting or shifting, yeah. especially using social media. I know personally for you too, Instagram has been massive in connecting with the kids yoga community. So starting that Instagram page and connecting with people on there, and then you, you know, you slowly start to build an audience and then you can kind of feel out how it might change and develop. Yeah. And then getting feedback too, from people, like, what do they want to hear? Like, yeah. You can see like your downloads too. Like, are people really enjoying? I saw that people were really enjoying the interview piece too. So I didn't want to like have to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. So, totally. Know, it sort of helps to guide you too when you look at the feedback. Yes. Yes. Um, so for you, I'd love to hear your process. So let's just say like, um, I guess you can talk about each type of episode, but mm-hmm. like, so what is your process like? from start to finish in producing an episode and then putting it live. <laughs> okay. So, so for the interview, I'll, I'll do that one first for the interview yeah. process, you know, it's finding the guests and we already kind of touched on that, like Instagram, social media, Facebook is great for that. Just connecting with um, other people in, in our industry and in the kids yoga industry. But I've also had on other people that work with children, counselors and occupational therapists and all, all kinds of um, different perspectives. Uh, so connecting uh, through social media and um, then reaching out if I see somebody that either they reach out to me or I reach out to them. So we connect usually that way through message and and then starting the conversation. And then once um, we decide uh, that it's a good fit, then I'll usually follow what we have. Then it's booking a time to interview, which is challenging, mm-hmm. um, especially with everybody having their kids at home. So that's been a, a challenging time, you know, 
time figuring out when when you can do the interviews. So you've scheduled the interview. And then I usually follow up with sometimes if it's somebody who is totally not in the industry, I might even schedule like a 15 minute chat with them over Zoom just to like talk about some ideas of like what we're going to cover and how we're going to, you know, how we're going to include the mindfulness piece um, in in the interview. And then I'll follow up with a list of questions that I'm going to ask them just so they have an idea of where the conversation will go. And then we'll do the interview. And then uh, I'll also have them send me a short bio and a picture and so then after, I usually, I always say that I'm going to record the intro before we interview, but I think I did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually end up recording the intro after the fact when I'm in the editing process. So then I start editing the the audio. I record the intro. I also, for my interview episodes, I do um, a, a little uh, ending, little recording, talking about the takeaways from the interview so then I record the takeaway section. Then I listen to the whole thing again, making sure everything flows into each other the way it's supposed to. Everything's in the right order. And then um, it gets released. And well, before it gets released, then you have to make the social media posts. So you make the social media posts that are going to promote it. And then the day it gets released, it gets released. I have it set to be released at 6 a.m., um, and then, um, I'll, I'll post the, the social media promo for it that day, that morning. So two questions. What do you use to, um, edit the audio, which program? So I use, I record on anchor and mm-hmm. I do everything right on there. I edit. Okay. Everything right on See, there. I don't, I don't know a lot about anchor. So, so would you recommend that to people using anchor for, you know, it's very user-friendly and for somebody who did not like myself, who has no background in editing and audio and all of that. Um, it's very, it's very easy to use. Uh, it, it's very simple. You can actually even edit right on your phone if you wanted to, it, it, you know, it, you can do it right there. I normally do it on my computer just cause it's a little, um, it's a little bit easier to see, but, yeah, it's very, very intuitive, the program. It's it's super easy. It has music right in there that you can, uh, you know, add to your episodes. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's pretty simple. Again, I don't do complicated editing, though. So, like, I'm not editing out. Like, like I said, I say um a lot and stuff. But I leave all that in there. I don't, like, edit out, you know. I don't do really complicated editing. So, right. for me, it works fine. And then... Does Anchor also then um, make the episode go live? Like, does that, is that where, or do you use a different platform? They they distribute all of the the platforms. Okay, cool. Yeah, all you have to do is set the date and the time that you want it to be released and it does it on its own. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a great, then a great platform to use. Like you were saying, for someone who's like, okay, I want to do a podcast, but I have no idea how to edit. I don't know, you know, not great with technology. It sounds like it's pretty... Yeah. User friendly. And your podcast sounds great. So. Oh, well, thank you. Um, it's funny when you saying each step, I'm like, oh yeah, this takes a lot. These, <laughs> there's a lot it of really steps. Does. But I'm curious, do you have steps that, that I don't do that? Yeah. You do? Yeah. It's kind I'm of different. Curious. I mean, very similar in that, um, with the, the booking, the guests, it's the same. I don't currently do a conversation before just cause I don't have the time at the moment. Um, 
However, once I have, once my daughter's in school, I have a little time opening. I, I would be open to doing that. Um, but I do personally find, I do like just, um, having the first conversation recorded personally. Yeah. Cause I also feel like that's, there's a curiosity there that I could get into. Um, but there have been a few times where I've, I have wanted to learn a little more prior. Um, but yeah, the, the, the guests um, very much through social media, word of mouth, um, and some you know people reach out. I reach out to people, things like that. And then exactly finding the time to record can be difficult right now. This entire year, I've been recording. Um, it's either weekday evenings, like right now, it's it's eight thirty at night. We're recording this, mm-hmm. or I do weekends when my husband can be with the kids. So once I find that, um, yeah, we, we record the episode. I typically do the bio before, uh, just cause I have my mic set up. So, um, you know, I don't have it have my setup going and then record it. I then use GarageBand, which is already on my computer. Um, and I edit in GarageBand. I do have a background. I went to film school. So I, although GarageBand, it's not video software, it's a very similar process to editing video. So I was able to just kind of dive in and be able to do that. And I do edit out my ums sometimes. <laughs> Fancy, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, very fancy. So, and sometimes, even while I'm recording, sometimes I say something. I'm like, "Well, I'm definitely taking that out." Um, but you know, a little hard on myself. Um, I do like having that freedom, so I, I edit in GarageBand, and then I use some. It's a website called Libsyn. It's L I B S Y N, and that's where I then upload the episode, write the whole description. Um, put in the episode number, season, all of that. And then I can set for that to publish whenever I want. And I do the same 6am on, on Thursday as I always have it set. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been great. It automatically lives in, it automatically sends it to Apple, to Spotify, um, to all different platforms. I've had uh, some people reach out even from different apps that I haven't heard of, like Podbean or something yes. like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, so it's great. It, it sends it out and for that, there is, um, I think I just paid the yearly fee. So that does have a, a fee to it, but that's been great. Um, and then I, I used to record audio only. Now I started just recently started doing the video and I use uh, Squadcast for that. But again, there's like a lot of different recording platforms that you can do. Um, I really just wanted to have good quality audio. That's something that... Um, even though honestly I've recorded intros on my phone too. Like I, I don't, I think for most people it's not a massive difference, but for, I think for like musicians and people that really know sound, they could probably hear the difference. So I try, I try not always to have, you know, best quality audio I can. So I do that. Um, but yeah. So then, then once I release the episode, yeah, exactly. It's like the social media posts and what I have found is helpful is, Wednesday, I have an episode teaser. I always post a picture of um, the guest as a child. Thursday is the episode post. Friday, I do an audiogram, um, which is essentially just a clip from the episode on an image with, you know, subtitle. And I, I see you've done those too. And th- that I use something called Headliner. And so I put a photo of the guest and, um, and yeah, just put a little clip on there. So it's definitely involved, um, but I do think once you get going, now that we've been doing it a while, you kind of 
start to find your rhythm. Like I realized like little things like the intro to your podcast, just have that recorded and have that be a separate MP3 that you're just dragging Mm -hmm. in. Same with the outro or the music. Um, I joined the music together with the intro that I say. So like, right. Things like that. So you have like, that's all set. And then you're, you're not at the beginning. I was like doing that every episode, um, for putting the music in and fading out and all that stuff. And that's time Mm -hmm. consuming. So finding the place, places where you could just kind of like, just keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now that you've been doing this a while, what has, first of all, what's been your greatest challenge so far? So this is, a, I have two answers for this because with the pandemic, we already kind of talked about is just finding the time with ha- finding the quiet space in my house. I have four kids. My husband is still working from home mm-hmm. uh, and a dog. And so it's hard to find a quiet space. You know, even there's been times that I've actually gone over to my parents' house to record an episode with an interview or something because I just, I can't, I can't find enough quiet space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's been probably a really big challenge. Um, My kids are all going to be back in school five mornings a week, starting next week for the first time in a while. So that's exciting. So my days are opening up. Well, my mornings are opening up a little bit. So that's good. Um, But the, the other big challenge that I've had is just gaining visibility Uh, just that's it. Like, you know, just having the, you know, the social media and all of that is really time consuming. And this is just a little piece of what I'm doing because I'm still teaching and Mm -hmm. uh, training and doing other things. So this is just like a little piece of, of what I'm doing. And so I don't have like a whole lot of time to really put to like promotion and getting, getting it out there. So that's been um, probably the second biggest challenge. It's Mm -hmm. just, getting it visible. Yeah. Well, I wanted to mention when you were saying the quiet space, um, that's Mm -hmm. also been a challenge. And I wanted to mention that at the beginning, I was very much like, it needs to be like perfect and quiet. And I remember I like, I even put like blankets nearby to like absorb sound. And then when the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, I didn't have a choice where I could record. I mean, there, there are some episodes you hear my son crying or whatever. And I realized I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, it's okay. <laughs> totally. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to pretend like, I mean, right. we all know I'm, I'm in my house recording this. I don't have a fancy studio. Yes. So um, just for listeners, like, yes, it's great to try to get that quiet space, but it's okay. It's totally fine if it's not perfect. Yes, there's I think. some background noise. Yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, I listen to some podcasts of like, you know, people who have, millions of downloads and I mm-hmm. hear their kids in the background, you know, yes. so I, I, you know, yes. and we it doesn't all bother me as a listener at all. Like, right. You know, it doesn't bother me. Like actually it makes me, like I said in the beginning, it makes it feel personal. Like, yes. Like I know them, you know? Yeah. So it, it humanizes the whole thing. Yeah. Like, all right. Okay. Yeah. This is like a friend I'm listening to. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, I so. think, yeah, the, for the challenge for me, I think has been just like the, it almost feels like running a marathon. It's like getting, having the energy to keep going because uh-huh. kind of now that, as we, we mentioned the process um, to release an episode, you do twice weekly. I do once weekly to keep going and to keep at the pace where you're able to keep going and to promote the episodes. It's, it's, it's challenging. Um, 
So I think that's that's been my challenge. And so I did. Um, I took a little break. I think like October, November. Mm-hmm. See, I, I ended season one. I took a little breather because I realized like I was just running on fumes and I just needed a little bit of a reset. And I found that was actually nice to take a, I don't know how long it was, a two, three week break, something like that. Mm-hmm. Because then I also was able, first of all, to reflect, all right, what do I want to do going forward? But also you can, you know, post about past episodes because then you have, then you realize you're starting to build a library. So you can look into what have I done? What have I not even shared yet? Because, you know, each episode is what, 30 minutes, sometimes an hour. So like you can just start once you start and you are consistent. And I, and I do recommend if you decide to podcast, if you're serious about it, to try to really stay consistent. Um, Once you do that, you've you've built a catalog. You've got a lot out there, and and you can repurpose things. You can create, you know, graphics with quotes, or take those audiograms, or you know, what it might be. Like, it's okay to take those breaks. And my husband's the one that's just like, keep, just keep doing it. Just keep going. Just mm-hmm. keep. Because the cool thing about podcasting too is that like you never know when someone's going to listen. Like, I've listened to podcasts that were released you know, it could be 10 years ago, they were really? released, right? Yeah. It's, it doesn't really matter if you're looking for a certain topic. Right. Especially with our content. Our yes. content is just, it's timeless, you know, it's it not is. Like we're talking about a specific thing that's like, you know, some people are like podcasting, say about like movies that are coming out or new books or whatever. Right. Like That's kind of, even that you could still go back and listen to, but right. But our stuff, is, you know, what we're talking about is just, it's always going to be relevant. Exactly. Mind, you exactly. So, and and I, I actually, um, just this week, um, re-released an old episode mm. and I just updated it and added a piece to it uh, because it was like one of the earlier ones that I did. And it was one that I really, the topic I really liked. And so then I just added to it and like updated it a little bit and then re-released that, that episode. So you can definitely like utilize what you have there. And I, I do like think it's important to, because it is a lot of work to be consistent and it is like, you know, with the, I, I I don't know about you, but I try, I've been trying to like stay ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. Like right now I have like interviews already recorded all the way, like almost to the end of May you know, to stay ahead of myself, but it's hard to, to keep that pace going. And it is. so, you know, I think it, it's important that I, we've talked about this before personally, like to let ourselves know, like, it is okay. Like if you like take a little short break, and, right? Like, like no one's going to get hurt. No, right. one's, no one's being yeah. injured. Like yeah, sometimes <laughs> like I had written about that recently, like these self-imposed rules Yes. where I'm like in my head, I'm like, yes, you got to release them every week. And then you get lost in that. I, I do. I got lost yes. in it. And I'm like, wait a second. You know, it's a global pandemic. My husband's job has been really intense. Um, I've had not one minute to myself and I'm putting this random pressure to. So I did right. the similar what you said. I was like, I can re-release an episode. That's OK. Yes, I, it's yeah. it's it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's finding that exactly finding that balance between the determination and keeping it going, but also, you know, when, when you have your limits, the cool thing is if it's your podcast, I mean, you make the rules. Totally. So, yeah. <laughs> change it. Take it. Yeah. Season. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> and finale. We're gonna make sense. It, it's up to you. Yeah, I, I mean, that's as a creative person, you know, my background, I was a dancer and filmmaker. Podcasting like fulfills that creative part of me so much because it's like you're you're putting out this work into the world and you have a certain it's your voice, right? You're able to to release like what what you want. You're able to right. and, and show it how you want to show it. So it, it definitely is like a really fun as much work as it is, it is also like it's a lot of fun. Totally. Yeah. And and it's funny because I I, it's to, I love being creative, but I was a teacher. Um, and so like, this is like me now, like, this is like how, this is how I'm teaching people. I, you know, I, I, you know, and and I, I love that because I'm not in the classroom anymore. And, um, you know, so, so this is like, you know, my way of still teaching people. So I love that. So it's like, take, depending on your background and who you are and what your interests are, I think you can come at podcasting from a million different angles. So many different angles and so many little niche things like, you know, that, that you think like, oh, it's, it's too small. Like it's too small of a category. Those are probably the ones that do the best. Yes. You know? And so I think like, if you have an idea, like just run with it. And like you said, be creative and just write down all the things that you can think of about that topic and then just like run with it. Exactly. Really yeah. My, my theory is if you want to talk about it so much, like there's people that want to listen. Yeah. Right? If, if mm-hmm. So it's always the personal is, is the universal. So dive yeah. in. All right. Yeah. We talked about our challenges. So what has been your greatest reward in having your podcast? Oh, I love this one because the greatest reward really I have had is just connecting with people. Like we've become friends and that's so amazing. We've been able to support each other, but every interview that I do, like I'm literally, I I only record audio. I don't record video right now. And literally I'm smiling like the entire (laughs) time I'm recording. Like I'm just Mm -hmm. like so happy because uh, connecting with people who have a common passion is just, it's incredible. Like it just makes my heart like sing. It's just, it makes me so happy you know, just getting to talk about what I love and what I'm passionate about. And then the other person that I'm talking to is just as passionate about it. So it's just like, you cannot be like, every time I get off of an interview, I'm like, Oh, that was the best one yet. Like, I just feel that way every single time. And so that's been just so rewarding for me is just making so many great connections. I've met so many people. And it's funny, because I'm, I would really call myself an introvert, you know, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's, um, but I still love like building relationships with people. And this is like what I said before, like, I just feel like it's so personal and like the conversations are intimate and, you know, people are are talking about their story and I, I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally relate. And I realized recently, like, so I'm also an introvert and I hate small talk <laughs> and the cool thing about the podcast is like I can have conversations with people about things I like, I really want to talk about and we just dive right in. There's, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's like, let's, we're going to, you know, we've got our question list. We're going to talk about it. And I like we have learning about people and I feel the exact same way energized every time after the interview, so energized and excited and it fills you up. It really does. It really does. Yeah. It's interesting because out in the real world, 
outside of podcast conversations. Mm-hmm. Usually when I'm in social situations, it's a, a little bit challenging for me. Like I have a bit of social anxiety. And so I am always like very um, in my head sometimes when I'm having mm-hmm. conversations with people. And then after the fact, I'm always going over in my mind, oh, did I sound strange when I said that? And I, I redo the conversation over and over in my head. And in this instance, like I don't ever do that when I'm interviewing somebody, like the conversation just flows. And even though I'm, I send the questions ahead of time, it's never like a really structured, it's still a conversation and we're just going back and forth. And it just feels so natural Mm -hmm. that it just, it's, it's so amazing for me because it's like, I feel so relaxing in in a social interaction, which is is amazing for somebody who struggles. Yeah. So it's really been actually like very cathartic for me. That's so great. Yeah, I know. There's something magical about it because it's like Mm -hmm. two people deciding like that they want to take the time to talk about, you know, whatever it is. And um, yeah, I can completely relate. I do the same thing. I sometimes I'm like, can we not replay this conversation in my head? It's always when you lay down, right? You're like, no. Uh, Why did I say that? (laughs) Meanwhile, there's, I mean, they're not thinking of it. Like the person that you're talking (laughs) they forgot about it already. Like they're like, they probably didn't even notice. Sometimes I totally will like call up somebody the next day and be like, you know, no, we were talking about, and they're like, what? Like, (laughs) no, I don't remember that. No, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I'm like, oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> but I'm right. still going to replay yeah. it in my head. <laughs> yeah. So this, I feel like I'm learning from talking to you, like you don't have to be an extrovert to have a podcast at all. Uh-uh, no way. You don't have to be outgoing. And fr- I'm, I'm the same. I'm very, I'm like socially awkward. I'm not the person that's going to just jump in and say, hi, I'm very like, you know, I'm like standing back. And, Me but too. yeah, once, if you, starting this podcast, you you feel there's a freedom in it. Cause you're like, okay, this is something that I've created and that I'm doing. So, and it's a topic that we love and that's what makes it easy. I think. You know? Yeah, totally. So, so my, my advice in picking a topic is make sure you pick something that you're passionate about. And I didn't really talk about I, uh, the, the episodes that I do by myself also, mm. um, I really, I, I do make like an outline for myself. I know some people can just like go from the cuff and like, oh, I'm going to talk about this topic of, you know, meditation or something. And they can just go ahead and start talking. I do make an outline for myself. Uh, I don't type it out word for word because then I feel like I'll, I'll want to read it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just make bullet points and make an outline for myself. And that's been really great for me too, because that's forcing me to just like, have to relax, you know, and I usually will do some like breath work beforehand mm-hmm. and like sort of like center myself before I begin. And so that, that process has been nice too. Yeah, that's great. But there's been a few episodes I've done solo and I, I also, yeah, I write out key points, just like maybe even key words mm-hmm. so that exactly you have just like a place you're going. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's true. Like depending on what kind of podcast you want to do, it might be, it might be solo. It might be you talking about a topic right. or if you're having conversations with people, that's a whole other thing. But I think both are really valuable for, for people, you know, yeah, definitely. especially like you said, if it's for me, it was like, I was looking up kids yoga podcasts and, you know, only finding a few. And I was, conf- I was like, why is that when 
say, parenting podcasts. I mean, crime podcasts, there's like a million, right? Yes. <laughs> and I always laugh. I'm like, always the number one podcast is always like a true crime. Yes. <laughs> like, which I do listen to, by the way. But I'm like these very disturbing like murder stories. That's like the number one. But there's so many of those. I'm like, so why aren't there, you know, there, there should yeah, be more. I was doing the same thing. I was right. looking it up and I, cause I, I love listening to podcasts and, and yeah. I love kids yoga. So exactly. I kept looking up, like, I want to learn more. I want to hear what other people are doing. And, right. and I wasn't finding it. And, you know, yeah. So, yeah. So if yeah. there's something that you're looking for, you're not finding, make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, I like to end with little gems of wisdom. So this week, since it's podcast specific, what would be your one gem piece of advice for someone who wants to start podcasting, but maybe is a little intimidated to do it? Well, this gem could apply for podcasting, but could it just apply for so many things? Um, you know, if you have a little something that's nudging you to do something, just jump in with two feet. Don't overthink it. Just you know, just, just do it, do it messy and just get started and learn as you go. And, um, I promise you will not regret it. If there's something nagging at you, do it, do it, just go for it. And, and, um, you know, just, just dive in. Yes. That's what it reminds me of. I love Wayne Dyer an author. And he, he says, um, don't die with your music still inside of you. Yes. And that's kind of, that's, that's what it reminds me of. Like, for me, it was years, years of that little voice in my head, like, you should start it. And then the imposter syndrome, who are you yeah. to start the <laughs> Right. I love that. If you're feeling that life is too short, just go for it. And like hearing Kelly and I talk, like we, we started out, we didn't know what we were doing. And we still, same, like you said, I'm still learning all the time. There's always mm -hmm. more to learn make, make mistakes. It's fine. But, and the messy part too, life is messy. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It, it, you don't Just have to release this. Yeah, exactly. Embrace, embrace the mess. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much. It's so good to talk to you about this. And I'm, I'm getting all, I like get all amped up. I'm like, I just think there's uh, a nice bright future with kids yoga podcasting, because I do believe like the more mediums that we're getting these tools out to people, the better. And mm -hmm. especially, I know you, you teach adults as well. Uh, you know, you do teacher mm -hmm. trainings. I really believe we're going to get more yoga out to children by teaching these skills to adults. And this is such, it still blows my mind that I record something. I send it out there and then people are listening to it all over the world. I know. Doesn't it's it amazing. blow your mind? It does. It's amazing when you get a message from somebody like in Ireland and yes. like, it's amazing. It's just, it, you know, that's like, that's what I said, right? That was my goal. Reach as many people as far as and wide as I can. So it, it really is. It really is incredible. Yes. Well, thanks for taking the time again. Um, I'm sure you'll be back on another time. We'll have another chat. Yes, and definitely. Have a good night. You too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the episode and you haven't already, I would really appreciate if you can leave a rating and review and also subscribe to the podcast. 
This helps people find the podcast and direct more people towards it so we can spread kids yoga to more children. You can also follow us at the Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can always send me an email at thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your feedback, your questions, and any ideas you have for future episodes. So thank you so much for being here and for listening, and I hope to see you next week.